Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie East, and this is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, the 7th of March, and it's National Flapjack Day. And a big happy birthday to Rachel Vise, Tobias Menzies, Brian Cranston, and Laura Prepon. Home Secretary Suella Braveman set to formally introduce new legislation on Tuesday designed to make those seeking asylum in small boats inadmissible to the UK. The new immigration law, which will be applied retrospectively from Tuesday if passed, will impose a lifetime ban on anyone arriving in the UK by making the dangerous journey across the Channel. It's understood they'll be removed to a different country and banned from returning here or claiming citizenship. But Enver Solomon from the Refugee Council told the BBC the plans won't halt the boats. The solution is to target the people smugglers, not the victims, the refugees in the boats, and is to work with our European partners to come up with a deal. Ministers insist they want to stop people being exploited by criminal gangs and the retrospective applications designed to prevent a huge surge in crossings. Sir David Normington, former Home Office Permanent Secretary, doesn't think the new legislation will help the UK get a grip of the crisis. If you have a system where returning people who are failed asylum seekers is a problem, where you don't have enough space to detain people, I really don't see how the Prime Minister's objectives are going to be achieved. MP George Freeman says the levels of illegal small boat crossings are unsustainable and the government has to take action. Uh, So this is about sending a very clear signal that we will not continue to put people up in hotels across the country and be a soft touch and allow people to disappear. Matt Hancock's WhatsApp messages just keep on leaking. The latest reveal he told aides he wanted to frighten the pants off everyone to ensure they stuck to COVID rules. The messages that he handed over to journalist and ghostwriter Isabel Oakshot show he discussed ways to manage news of the Kent variant during lockdown. Another round of messages published by The Telegraph show he rejected advice to change isolation requirements from 14 days to five because it would imply the government had been getting it wrong. On Good Morning Britain, Shadow Health Secretary Wes Streeting was asked what he thought about that. If the government were not following the advice of the chief medical officer because Matt Hancock was thinking more about the politics and the reputation of the government, I think that is reprehensible and frankly unforgivable. Cabinet Secretary Simon Case also suggests the fear factor would be vital in stopping the spread of the virus. Hancock says the leaked exchanges give a distorted picture. But Labour leader Sakir Starmer claims they reveal the chaotic way in which the government is being run. The self engrandisement of Matt Hancock that it's all about him and you know some of the decisions that were taken appear to be ba- taken on the basis of sort of quite minor political issues rather than the major issues of the day.
The Ukraine grain deal, which sees an agreement with Russia to let essential grain supplies pass through the Black Sea, is about to expire. Turkey says it's working to renew the UN-backed initiative that's allowed Ukraine to export grain from ports blockaded by Russia. But as the war rages on, there are questions over whether Vladimir Putin will sign a new act. Former Commander of Joint Forces Command General Sir Richard Barons told Sky News we're about to come into harvest and the grain's important to both sides in the conflict. Uh, unless uh, Russia really wants to ramp up the stakes of a war, which it's showing no real sign of being able to win, even if it's not going to, to lose quickly, it, it needs to make sure this arrangement is renewed. Meanwhile, Vladimir Zelensky's forces are continuing to come under intense pressure in the city of Bakhmut, but there are no plans as yet for any kind of Ukrainian retreat. And after meeting with top European legal officials, the Ukrainian president says they're making progress on sending war criminals to court. We are moving towards ensuring that the terrorist state is held fully accountable. Everyone who, in any way, sustains the war against our country and terror against our people must be punished. The Metropolitan Police has been criticised for failing to prevent Sarah Everard's murder, as a killer was given more jail time, this time for flashing women. Wayne Cousins, a former officer, was sentenced to 19 months for three indecent exposure offences on top of his whole life term. The incidents took place before the murder and while he was on duty. The Met says he's brought shame on the force. Mrs Justice May said victims' personal statements read out at the Old Bailey described his selfish, sexually aggressive acts. The fact that no police came to find him or his black car to question him about these incidents can only have served to confirm and strengthen in the defendant's mind a dangerous belief in his invincibility. Still to come on the Smart 7, Shania Twain's horse drops are in it and Anna de Armas ghosts Chris Evans. Kind of. Right after this. Welcome back. There was one game in the Premier League on Monday as Brentford took on Fulham and won 3-2. Tuesday sees under pressure Chelsea boss Graham Potter back in the spotlight as the London side faced Borussia Dortmund in the Champions League. They're 1-0 down after the first leg and will be hoping home advantage will give them enough of an edge to make it to the quarter-finals. Potter says he knows they're not in a good place, but they've still come together as a team. Believe it or not, the mood has been positive throughout. It's not happy and joking and smiling when when you're losing of course not but at the same time there's a there's been a support for each other and a, a good spirit and a good a good atmosphere Shania Twain's revealed who she'd choose to replace Brad Pitt if she were to rewrite the lyrics to her hit That Don't Impress Me Much. The actor's name-checked in the 1998 song, but if given a 2023 revamp, the singer told Radio Times magazine she'd pick Magic Mike star Channing Tatum instead. And popping up on the Kelly Clarkson show to talk on stage mishaps, Twain revealed something that certainly didn't impress her much at one of her shows. My horse, as on stage, drops a big poop. And I mean, it's big, and it's steamy, and it's stinky, you know. Um, so, but but it was just really awkward, and so I just had to say, well, it happens. <laughs> Director Dexter Fletcher's hanging up his rock biopic boots for a while and taking a stab at big-budget action thriller comedies. The Rocketman maker's next project's called Ghosted and stars America's favourite ass Chris Evans and everyone's favourite Bond girl Anna de Armas. In it, Cole Rigger meets Sadie, the girl of his dreams, only for her to ghost him, but with good reason. He doesn't give up, but probably wishes he had. It's coming to Apple TV Plus this April, and here's a snippet of the first trailer. You got me kidnapped and tortured all after one day. 
I saw the rock. You're the one who flew to London. It was a romantic gesture. Did it never occur to you that he could be a foreign asset trying to compromise your mission? Who the hell are you? This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris.